Welcome to Disrespectfully Agree with Oatman and LJ. I am LJ. Across from me is Mr. Oatman. It's Oatman. What's up, everybody? This week, we're going to talk about Vice. We'll very briefly give our overall impressions and then get into spoilers, let you know when that happens. I'm I'm about to do a spoiler right now. Uh, Bush and Cheney lied. No weapons of mass destruction. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Not the historical stuff. I got got right in the spoilers. But there are some... Get right in there. There are some spoilery moments I want to talk about that are specific to this movie and didn't happen in reality. Okay. Written and directed by Adam McKay, longtime collaborator with Will Ferrell, did a bunch of his comedies back in the day. Uh, They worked together on Saturday Night Live as well. Christian Bale plays Dick Cheney. Amy Adams, his wife, Steve Carell, Donald Rumsfeld in an odd casting turn, Sam Rockwell as George W. Bush. This is Adam McKay's follow-up to... The Big Short. The Big Short, which was enjoyable. I liked The Big Short a lot. He did some interesting stuff to make basically financial information entertaining. Mm -hmm. And it seems he tried to recreate that magic here. Uh Did he accomplish his goal? He didn't. Why? What happened? Well, it's the, it's just the weirdest thing. I just I don't. It's almost like doing an, a film on abortion and not taking a position. It almost feels like he doesn't take a position either way. What made the Big Short such a great film was clearly he took a position in that that film of what these financial guys did and how they got away with it. In fact, what was so cool about the movie, not only does the filmmaker take a position, but in the film there's a proxy for the audience of that uh, that angry guy who's like, I can't believe what these guys did and got away with. Uh, in this movie, there is no proxy for the audience, and the filmmaker seems very uninterested in taking a stand one way or another on, on Dick Cheney and all of, all the stuff that he did. I feel like he kind of did. I mean, our pre- he he gives us a proxy. There's a narrator. I won't spoil what the narrator is, but there's a yeah. guy who pops up over and over again. I, I love the narrator. I love the twist, even though I kind of got it towards the end. Sure. Um, but he doesn't really take a position on him. He He's kind of explaining his journey, and it was a clever— I feel like the nature of the narrator is the critique. If it and was— it, And it feels— Well, I'll put it like this. If it was a critique, I missed it. Okay. It went over my head uh, because, uh, you know, there, there are certain th- <laughs> there are certain I don't want to get into spoilers, but there are certain things that happen in the film where I'm like, wow, that's really evil. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's really evil. Yeah. You know, and and it's kind of not really commented upon in a way like there's a scene and I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but there's a scene in there where he takes over as vice president. And and I had to actually look this up. This is actually true. It actually happened where he placed an office in the Pentagon. Yeah. He had an office in the House, which makes no sense. Why would the vice president? Ha- and he, ha- he had the, you know, the usual space that he had in the Senate. And he actually had all of these different sort of centers of power where he was calling power bases in all these different places. And I was like, wow, that's insane. Yeah. And like, um, there it really isn't commented on it in, in the movie. Or like the thing that happened that happens with his daughter, which I think is really a really key moment, it kind of comes and goes without commentary. It, it yeah, it comes with some commentary. I mean the the sister who was basically thrown under the bus does comment upon it, but 
The the trick with this movie is it focuses so much on Cheney, and Cheney is by nature Cheney. there's a Cheney and and Cheney. Cheney? It's Cheney. Cheney. It is. Nobody says Cheney. I know, but that's what it is. It's actually Cheney. All right. Well, everybody I, says I looked, Cheney. I looked it up. <laughs> I looked it up. I tried to do my research. All right. This time I know I'm very light on research. In any case. But it's actually pronounced Cheney. I'm just going to call him Dick. So Dick, <laughs> he is aloof. He is. Uh, at all times. And uncharismatic. And Christian Bale. Well, I wouldn't say that. Okay. I, I don't agree with that. When we saw that first man. Now that bad boy is uncharismatic. Yeah, I, I thought Dick Cheney was very charismatic. I thought he was one of those guys that every time he lifted that little evil grin of his up, like mm, yeah, you know that little forced grin that he does. He well, he he, he comes across to me like at times I feel well, like I'll, I'll put it this like way. he's a uh, let me put it another he's way. the penguin in the '60s Batman. Let, let me put show. it another way. Uh, Christian Bale's performance was spellbinding. Like I, I, I that's could, different. Yeah, I couldn't take my eyes off of him. Like when I saw First Man, I, it made me sleepy. When I saw the, the the portrayal of him, which it turns out is an accurate portrayal of the what's the, the Neil Armstrong of Neil Armstrong, put me to sleep. But every second Christian Bell is on the um, screen, I can't take my eyes off the guy. I mean, with all the little just little slight movements that he yeah, does, it, it's or like interesting to watch his impression. But well, it, it, I, I think it went. I would. I was. I would take it beyond impression. Uh, like when he says the scene, it's a it's a throwaway line. But he says to Donald Rumsfeld after he's brought him back in out of the cold, and he looks at him. He says something to the effect of, "You know, you know, we do things a little differently now. Easy does it. You know." And he's and he has that conversation with him. Yeah. And it's really weird because he's worse than Donald Rumsfeld. Yeah. He's just quieter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just he's just a quieter version of his mentor in a weird way. Mm-hmm. And he's just learned to kind of take it and bury it and and sort of do it in, in other ways. Donald Rumsfeld is kind of just a hammer that's always hammering people and annoying them. I thought that was such a great scene, you know, where he just says Easy does it, Donald. Easy does it. Yeah. I, it was, it's a, a lot of little moments like that that I thought were, were great. Like I, I saw all of the rave for Christian Bell and I said that was deserved. I thought he did a hell of a job in the betrayal. I, I just wish the filmmaker would have taken a lo- lot more of a position. To me, it, there are a lot of pieces of this that are really empathetic towards Dick, Dick Cheney, like really empathetic towards him. I was, yeah. I'm like, well, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I mean, okay. To humanize the man. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess. As, as human as you can. Yeah, but some of the stuff he's doing was so evil. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but, the, but the film doesn't seem to have any, for me at least, it has no rancor. Like, it has a much, oddly, it has much more of it, along with the point you're trying to make. He, it feels like the director has is distanced from this much more so oh, than he was yeah. with the last film. Yeah, I mean, the other one, and, and in some ways, the big short is cathartic. You know, it's almost like he, he's taking the task. A lot of these fairly irresponsible guys who got away with it, but he takes those guys to task to a degree. This dude entered, entered us into a war and really under really shaky pretenses. Really shaky? How about <laughs> yeah. none? <laughs> Yeah. Zero. <laughs> Zero shake. <laughs> and and not only that, I kind of felt like and I and I do not want to take a shot like this. It's unfair, 
But I can't help but say this, is that inside of that White House, you basically had two schools of people pushing this narrative. And I just think it's a weird thing where you bring in Christian Bell to play Dick Cheney, but then you got Tyler Perry playing Colin Powell. That was like, odd. Like, I kind of need, <laughs> I need some, or and I don't know who the hell was playing Connie Rice. I need some kind of balance. You know what I mean? Like, it would have been nice to have a solid actor in that role, like a real dog actor in that role. And Colin Powell? Yeah, and Colin Powell, and a real strong actor. In, what are you trying to say about Tyler Perry? Well, Tyler Perry's, uh, I mean, he's a, he's a fair gentleman. I got nothing against he him, He ran the Starfleet Academy, <laughs> sir. That's right. <laughs> How dare you? So in those scenes, when they're going back and forth, I'm like, uh, okay, I guess, but we couldn't get like a top-notch black actor, wouldn't it have been great to see, like, because from what I understand, from what I read, there was some real back-and-forthing from those two factions in the oh, White House. Oh, for sure. But in the movie, we have this sort of it's, master actor. The, the scene, the moment where he's basically sacrificed upon the altar. Oh, yeah, exactly. Right, that scene where he has to go and give that effing speech. Like, wouldn't that have been wonderful to have a really major actor in that role, really having that battle and that discussion. But it, it's not like that. The great actor is Cheney, and the, you know, the throwaway performance is Colin Powell. And who, who played, real quick, who played Condoleezza Rice? Uh, no, don't look. Just, oh, I can't yeah, tell you. Like, just, right? I have, she has like four minutes of screen time. Right? Who the hell is she? And, and it wasn't exactly a standout. It's like, you know, some of it, even in the way in which it was written, it would have been nice to have... Some balance there. Even the Donald Rumsfeld character, who was kind of on his side, I thought Carell did a really good job with that. He did. He looks. He he felt more like Rumsfeld in the older years I than agree. he did in the younger. I agree. The younger one. Well, part of it is we didn't know the younger Rumsfeld as much when I, I when I went back and it's read. It's hard for me to imagine a what, young Rumsfeld. I guess in a way. Well, yeah. When I hear, like he's always been a million. Well, I thought it was when I saw that. I thought. That was more licensed, but when I read, I guess he was really abrasive or known for being really abrasive. I get the abrasive part, but he seemed much more like like he had a personality when you. he was young, in the younger the younger Carell A little version. bit of a rake. Yes. yes. He, he, there was some sass to him and, yeah. uh, and some, I wouldn't call it... Well, they said that he used to wear these expensive Italian suits when he was younger. He was kind of a, I guess he was a a, <laughs> a good-looking guy in his day. I uh, could see that, when, sure, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I guess, but who knew that? I mean, all I know is like the old, crusty yeah, yeah. Rumsfeld with the glasses. Yeah. Uh, so I thought he did a really good job, and, and I think you're right, especially I thought it was something really interesting that once he got older— and knew how things worked, that Rumsfeld is really interesting to me. Yeah. Some of those moments when he realizes that things are coming off the rails a bit. I thought that was, I thought Correll did a really good job. He did. Really, but then we got that and Condoleezza Rice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who they, who apparently they just got like the chick who worked at the craft services table. That's Lisa Gay <laughs> Hamilton. Was that Lisa Gay Hamilton? That's Lisa Gay Hamilton. No, it wasn't. It was. Unrecognizable. She's a good actor, but. It it was there was not much. That's the chick from the practice, right? Uh, yeah, she was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's was, right. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I, mean, I guess it's, it's okay. I love in the going back. Weird aside, 
It's like well, I forget what season it was of the practice, but like season like and later. She, season shut up! Five, and she's a lawyer. Season like, four. Is wait, like, wait a minute. By the way, I'm a lawyer now. Like, wait, what? <laughs> what? I've been going to night school. Man, stop! What? Stop! <laughs> Come on! <laughs> stop it! Stop it! Da- oh, David E. Kelly. <laughs> oh, you, you, you did you it again. You did it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lawyer now. Wait, what? what? Blah, 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 blah. Weren't you the secretary? Like, I mean. When were you doing this? And the way they did it is she got a letter in the mail. She opened it. What, what's going on, uh, Rebecca? I passed the bar. What do you look at that? What do you know? Wait, you were, wait, what? What? <laughs> you went to law school and passed the bar. Okay, well, now you're a partner. Welcome aboard. <laughs> well, she was already a partner, remember? Was she? Because of the, she was a, she was, oh, because it was such a, yeah. like, th- a weird thing. She was a partner and the secretary. <laughs> the weird show. I mean, I like the practice. Was, I love the practice. It's, it's, a, it's a weird ridiculous, show. Ridiculous, ridiculous. Then he really, he truly embraced all the absurdity with Boston Legal. I love Boston Legal. Great show. Totally absurd. Uh, absolutely. Totally absurd. Peak Shatner. <laughs> you know how that show ends, right? I forget. With the two of them guys marrying each other. Oh, that's right. A lot yeah, of they people got gay married. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they loved each other, man. Those they did. Two. They did love each other. I mean, I'll grant you that. All right. Anyway, back to uh, what are we talking about? Vice. Vice. All right. Uh, let's jump into some spoilers here. Spoiler warning, everybody. Warning. A lot of this movie feels neither here nor there, and and there are times where he tries to do the kind of whimsy that he did in in the Big Short. That that on paper, I'm like, that's an interesting idea, but it doesn't, for whatever reason, doesn't work here. There's the scene where Dick Cheney and Lynn Cheney are he's in the bathroom brushing his teeth, and he's considering being Bush's vice president, mm-hmm. uh, Bush W. And we get we cut to the narrator talking about nobody knows what they said in this thing. It's like nobody knows what they said throughout this whole movie, but fine. So, I mean, it's not like it was some Shakespearean mon, uh, monologue, soliloquy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to them in bed doing basically Shakespeare lines. And I was like, this is an interesting choice. It is. What What have they gained by doing this? Yeah, I... What what is the my best description? What are we supposed to take away from that? My other be- than okay, that's kind of neat. Yeah, my best description just like a a really hot chick that for some reason I don't find sexy. It, there was a lot of stuff in there like that. It was like some really interesting stuff, like when they did the credits, like they did the yeah. I mean, you like, can see it, I saw it coming though. You yeah, see it was it great. You know, if it would have ended now, this is how. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, if you would have stopped here, this is what it would have like, been. Like intellectually, I understand why that's amusing. Yeah, it's amusing. It but, just didn't. It didn't hit me no. the way the way I think it should have. Even the a narrator in this um, film yeah. that we find out later is sort of the heart donor for um, Cheney when he's when he's had you know one in a line of different heart episodes, and it's a really great trick in some ways. I mean, it's a it's a really great device. It really is, and it's it's good. It's solid. Like if I if somebody came and say, "Is Vice a bad movie?" Of course it's not. No, it's a really way well made film. It's just that I think there are elements in here that could have been great, and I don't think it's a great film. And it, and it, and it looks like it could have been. It just for some reason. It just didn't hit me. Like there are just certain aspects that I felt, God, I should have liked that better. And I just didn't. Yeah. You know. I want to circle back to the heart donor guy. So we're following him along and we see his family you mean life. Matt Damon? No, but the guy who's not, not Matt Damon. Yeah, not Matt Damon. Younger, not Matt Damon. Yeah, and younger, not Matt Damon. That's his name. Yeah. Younger, not Matt Damon. 
and uh, I've seen him before. You know, you, you probably recognize him. He's been around. But oh yeah, uh, he did that. He did that game night. He was great in that. I've yet to see that. I need to see that thing. Yeah, he's good in that. I think that. So I, I mentioned, like, I think he's the critique in a way, in that we're supposed to. And I did. I, I felt outrage to some extent, not as much as I think the film wanted me to, but I felt some outrage at. Okay, getting a heart donor is one of the most rare donations you can you can find in the organ transplant world sure. and it's going to this aged evil man so he can live another 10 years and or longer or longer and i mean i think he got that heart transplant what well you know the the joke at the time when he got that thing was uh he's more machine now than man <laughs> to quote obi-wan kenobi <laughs> but he gets to live longer, and and when there are younger people that we could have given that to um, who are not, you know, vice president, so I guess fine, whatever. But it, 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 there was some outrage there for me. But the, the, the part where they tried to force it and the, the guys on the operating t- the he's still talking as a corpse. He said something along the lines of, Dick Cheney always calls it my new heart. He never acknowledges that it came from anybody else. Mm-hmm. That it didn't belong to him, and even as a dead guy, I got to tell you that hurts a little. And I and I was thinking about that. I was like, well, I, I okay. I, my, my thought was that's stupid, but okay. yeah, I I I'm like I I can yeah I get it, but also it's his new heart. Yeah, it is his new heart. I mean, I, I thought so, it was. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. So they they're really trying to belabor that he would have done better. With, I think, just letting us come to our conclusion on that one. Well, I just think it's one of those things that it's just a moment where it's the least evil thing he's done in the movie. You know, it's just sort of one of those things where he's just trying to try to survive and have a few more moments with his daughter. And sure, but it's it's more of that kind of privilege that no, he shouldn't yeah, have I, kind I, of thing. I, I get it. It's more of a privilege thing than just evil. I'm not, no, it's not evil. Yeah, it's, it, just, it's it's just the fact that he got the heart in yeah, the first. That just bums me out. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it, but it's one of those things where it comes behind, like I don't know. And that's and I'm I, starting a, like a major military conflict. <laughs> saying that out loud now, I realize that it makes me a bit of a monster to say. You know, I wish that guy were dead. Uh, it, it's not <laughs> not exactly what I'm saying, but I can. There's, a, I guess, you could come to that conclusion. Well, see, um, to me, that's one of the moments where I thought he was humanized. I thought that humanized him, like. When he's in that bed and he's with his daughters and it shows him clearly kind of being a fairly good father. I mean, even the scene where sort of. Well, kind of. I mean, even when his daughter comes out. I, I mean, mean, we see that they love him. Well, no, no. We see that he loves them too. I mean, like when, when, when she comes out, he could easily say, you know, get out the house or. Oh, yeah. You know, you're. Awful, or that scene where he's, he, so he's talking to Bush and he says, look, uh, I can't have anything to do with this gay marriage stuff. My daughter's gay. Yeah. You and know? he breaks his own rule Does later. It? Yeah. That's the betrayal thing later when he, he tells his daughter to renounce gay marriage, uh, when she was running for, uh, oh, well, for office. I, mean, I, I, I put that more on his daughter than him, but well, yeah. the movie places it on him. It, it, she she would not have done it without permission in the movie. Yeah, she, the, the in movie the movie, she, she would not have done it without permission from Dick Cheney, and that's how they portray it in the film. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I didn't. I guess maybe I'm more of a political whore. I saw it as you, his daughter who who helped campaign for him, his gay daughter. Yeah, uh, you know what it is, honey. I mean, 
I mean, I come on, you know what it is. You know how this game is played. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I, I'm just I, I, the reality versus. I'm just saying that's how they do it in the movie. It doesn't work. Yeah. I, it, well, in other words, that moment for me, he's clearly making a bad decision. You're right. It just it's it's not a monstrous moment for me. You no. know what I mean? Like he's he's laying on his. But it's it's more of the, it shows him to be less, uh, much more flawed in the family man kind of persona. That the film also tries to play with that he will throw his daughter in the in the narrative of the movie he throws his uh, gay daughter under the bus for political reasons. Yeah, I mean a little bit, I guess. Uh, but I, I saw it more humanizing to him than really the filmmaker taking a shot at him. Like that could have been played harsher than what it was played. I'll put it that way. Well, there's a lot of things they could have done in this movie that would have been uh, – we, we could have used more peaks on almost everything in this thing. This, I agree. This movie is rather flat, kind of from beginning is. to end. It is. But like a, a filmmaker who disliked him or – I think like if Oliver Stone makes this movie, that scene plays out a lot more monstrously. Yeah, but than, now we're – yeah, but eh. – than, than what this <laughs> film does. But just, even W wasn't really that – when Oliver Stone did W, it wasn't really that absurd. There wasn't a whole lot of damning critique, even in that film. Yeah, I I, I don't disagree with that. I, I don't disagree with that. But I would also say W is a different man. Sure. So I think some of the I think a lot some of the things that Taney did were so overt. Uh, it just seems very gentle, like a very gentle rub of the belly for a film. And I just thought that was that struck me as odd. I thought it, there was going to be some taking the task, and uh, you don't get any of that in this film. I mean, you really don't. I mean, not you get some of it. It's just not. Boy, there's I not a ton. Boy, it, it's the scene where they're around the dinner table, and uh, what's his name from Raiders of the Lost Ark and Spider Man Two? Alfred Molina is the waiter. Cheney and the and other ordering, characters are ordering, ordering horrible political and uh, rationales for yeah, the war and so in, on. But even in that form is important because even in that scene, it's comic. You know, it's more comic. It is, yeah. It's more comic. It takes the bite out of it. Yeah, it takes the bite out of it. There's no bite in this. Like, I, I, I felt like you had more edge. Like, I saw the, the, the Johnson film. You had a lot more edge in that, you know, in terms of holding Johnson accountable of some of the suspicious decisions that he made and they were tough calls but it kind of takes him to task for some of those things but this movie at every turn it tends to turn away from that it almost feels like a pro cheney film which i thought would just struck me a little odd did you stay till after the credits yeah i was i watched they went back to the focus group yeah i saw that it's like what's this about yeah, I saw it. it Why was, is this here? And it, that's more of a critique of of the film. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. they're. It's like, see, we know what we are, we know what we're doing, and we're poking fun of that, and so that makes it okay. Like, wait, what? Yeah, I, I saw that. I was like, yeah, okay, what? okay. Fair. It just seems like liberals trying to protect themselves. That's what it felt like. It felt like self conscious liberalism bleeding into a film instead of taking the task. Uh, some of the stuff that was done it just seems like there's more interest in telling that side of the story than the other side both in casting both in directing both in focus uh just the casting alone if you want to know who wins the argument in this film just look at the cast list that that'll tell you real quick 
look at the players and look who are on each side. Correll, uh, what's um, the guy who plays Cheney? Oh, uh, Batman. Okay, yeah, Correll, Bat- <laughs> yeah, Correll, Correll, Batman, Tyler Perry, and the chick from the practice. Uh, yep. Okay. <laughs> who am I? Uh, ben Affleck. That's who it was. Ben Affleck. Michael Keaton. No. Um. Christian Bale. There you go. I was looking at the name. I was just trying to come up with 60s Batman. Adam West. There we go. Adam West, yes. Yeah, okay. I think we've said enough. I'm not sure. We probably said more than we ever needed to say about this film. Indeed. It's... Words are our vice, baby. It's a disappointment. Yeah, I was disappointed. But I don't don't want to make it seem like it's a bad film. It's worth seeing. And if nothing else, if nothing else, it's worth seeing for one of the best performances I've seen... Uh, of this type in quite some time. It is, I mean, talking he, about Amy Adams. <laughs> I was thinking. I was speaking of uh, Tyler Perry, of course. Oh, of course, yeah. It's called him, but no, uh, Christian Bale's. It is an impressive impersonation. It, it, it's, would you stop saying that? You know, you know, you're such an a hole. Yes. You know that that is pejorative. Yep. It is not. It is not an impersonation. That's why I said it. Oh, stop being like that. <laughs> he inhabits that character. Okay. Get a brother break. I just need him to hold an umbrella and have a long oh, cigarette on one of those sticks <laughs> and start making the Oh, you stop it. He he does a he does a little Burgess job. Meredith in your Dick Cheney there. Oh, you stop it. He he did, he does a good job. He does a really good job. For sure. Okay. And with that, check us out on the iTunes, the Apple Podcast app, the Google Play Music Store, our website, disagreepodcast.com. And tell a friend about the show. Or an enemy. We're on the Facebooks, and with that, we'll talk at you next week, everybody. Bye. Peace and chicken grease.